0: up to the microphone. It's a great day to be alive. Today I want to talk about fear. You know that dirty four letter word that they've been throwing at us for the past year and a half it feels like over this whole virus, shutting us down and all that. They've been using it to wreck our health and a whole lot more our economy. Everything you could imagine has been associated with that four-letter word since the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. So let's talk about fear a little bit. So buckle up, your big boy pants and your big girl pants, because here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, please fasten your seatbelts. We are expecting some turbulence. Thank you. I went to work this morning, you know. I get to the job site, go to walk in the building. The first thing they ask me is, do you have a mask? Do you need a mask? My first thought was, I don't need no stinking mask. For one, I've already had COVID, so I have the antibodies. Two, the mask, all it's going to do is help promote back. Pneumonia 3. Us not breathing normally. We're not going to get the proper antibodies to help fight anything off. As you've seen, cold and flu has gone up. They're not saying it's gone up, but it has. Other respiratory illnesses are going up. Do you want to get into the whole dental situation? I mean, look at the studies. Dental problems have gone up 50%, if not more, since the beginning of the implementation of these masks. So these masks haven't helped us at all. The only thing they've done is help spread fear. They have intimidated people, they have drove people insane. You can't go somewhere, nowadays, without a mask, without someone looking at you and thinking, oh my goodness, they're gonna kill me. Well nope, I'm not gonna kill you, I promise actually doing you a favor because i'm helping you build your antibodies up because think about it we've had cold and flu for a long time many years we weren't having millions and millions of people dying like they projected with the covid and why do you think they projected that oh yeah fear to scare the people you can't scare the people with fear over a disease it's not ethical you don't need to do it at all The fact that people were terrified of it says even more about their faith and their lack of faith. There are over 360 references to not having fear in the Bible. Do not fear. It is in there over and over again. It's in Isaiah. It's in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. It says do not fear. So why are we terrified? We should not be terrified. If you believe in Jesus Christ. Then you should not have fear, especially over a virus. He has beaten death. He has beaten sin. So why are you terrified? You should not be scared of anything. Fear itself will kill you. It is a device of the devil. He uses it over and over again to make you submit to his will. So why are we submitting to the devil? We should be telling the devil to hit the bricks. Get gone. Let's get rid of them. I mean, it's about to happen anyway, but that's beside the point. If we don't step up and kick this habit of fear and step into the power of the Holy Ghost, then we're just giving the devil more power. We aren't trusting the Holy Ghost to do what he does. Our faith in Jesus and the allowing of the Holy Ghost to do what the Holy Ghost does should be all we need. To stop fear. We shouldn't have any. Point blank. You shouldn't be scared of anything. Except God. A healthy fear of God himself. The big man Yahweh. But for some reason we're terrified. Of everything now. They're throwing out this vaccine. Everyone's terrified of the vaccine. They're terrified of. Oh my gosh that guy doesn't have a mask on. Oh look that man has a handgun. Oh my goodness, we're terrified of him. Oh my goodness, that person looks like they don't belong here. They could be a crack dealer. So let's be terrified of them. We're judging on outward appearance and being terrified. We're judging things that we shouldn't judge. The Bible says judge not. It's not our job to judge. It's our job to fill people with the knowledge of Jesus Christ Let the Holy Spirit do what he does to help change their heart. So why are we worried about fear? Why are we letting it control us? I mean, we have TV shows called Fear Factor. All about scaring people. Why? It's of the devil. We shouldn't be doing things like this. We shouldn't have shows. I mean, Halloween, it's all about terrifying people, terrifying children. That's the way the devil works. Why are we letting him win? We shouldn't be letting him win. No. It's not right. Let's look at Isaiah 41.10. It says, Fear not, I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Why are we fearing? God is telling us right there. He's going to strengthen us. He's going to help us. He will hold us up with his righteous right hand. He is being very blunt. Do not fear. He's got us. We just got to have faith that he's going to do what he does. He promised us he would, so why don't we have the faith? Why are we letting fear drive us out of the faith? Matthew ten, twenty-five and 26. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house, Beelzebulb, how much more will they call those of his household? Therefore do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be known. Again, we're being told not to fear. We will know everything. It will be revealed to us. We need to step up in our faith. It's that simple. Now think about this. There's over 300 scriptures that say fear not in the Bible. In fact, I think it said 365 last I checked. That's as many as there are days of the year. We're being told not to fear 365 days a year in the Bible itself. So why are we fearing? What do we have to be scared of? Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing to be scared of. We shouldn't be living in fear instead we should be living in joy we should be living in peace the shalom of god his peace so why are we terrified what's wrong with us other than we don't trust god we don't trust him so we don't put our faith in him faith is important we need to put our faith in god I mean, it's kind of mandatory if you want to get through those that narrow set of pearly gates. You kind of gotta have faith that Jesus Christ died for you, and that the Holy Spirit came in and changed you into a new being. That your spirit is new, your soul's new. You're not gonna get through those big pearly gates and see the glorious sight of heaven without faith. And you're not going to have faith if you've got fear. The two don't mix. Never have, never will. So how do you get rid of fear? Well, I've got five ideas for you. Number one, have a solid foundation. Your solid foundation is the Bible. Your relationship with God, that's your solid foundation. Read His Word every day. The more you read His Word, the more it gets stuck in you. The more it's stuck in you, the better your foundation is. Number two, have a clear view of your surroundings. I'm not talking about your surroundings on the earth, your spiritual surroundings. You should be looking in the spirit. Quit looking at things around the earth. Because if you're focused on things in the natural realm, yeah, you're gonna be terrified. You're gonna be scared. It's a scary place. The devil has control right now. So quit looking at worldly things. Let's get back to being focused on the Holy Spirit, on God, on heaven, on the will of heaven on earth, and get to work. Number three, stay in communication with God. Pray daily. In fact, make your day full of prayer. Don't have a, what? how did Paul put it? Don't have a prayer life, have a life of prayer that's what we need to be doing praying all day thanking God for everything you do that you don't have time to think about fear I mean seriously you're sitting there talking to the big guy Yahweh the boss Jesus Christ there's no time for fear because you're in the spirit you're praying I mean how much better could that be number four stay humble that's pretty simple don't get ahead of yourself. Once you start getting cocky and prideful, it's easy for fear to come in because you aren't in the spirit. You're not working in the Holy Ghost. You're working in yourself. You're working in the devil. And yeah. That's when he's going to attack. That's when he's going to come after you. That's when fear comes in. And what else can we do? Praise God. Praise God all day long. It will stop the fear the more you praise them the more at peace you are it's proven if you don't believe me try it it works trust me i do it all the time used to be terrified of everything especially once january 6th hit and you know what happened there in the united states you know a certain someone did the thing you know That screwed over another someone that won the real thing, you know. But let's not get into that. So, how does faith exactly stop fear? That's simple. That's real simple. Let's get into that. First, let's get into what faith is. That's pretty simple. You want a definition? It's the spiritual perception of invisible objects of religious veneration, a belief founded on such spiritual perception. Did you get that? It's having a belief in things you can't see. Jesus said point blank, There will be millions and billions of people that won't see me, that will believe in me, that will have faith. I mean, He's the ultimate healer, right? He's the one that keeps us from fear. Boom. There we go. I mean, how do you ascertain faith? What's the cost? I mean, those are things that you ask if you don't have faith. Faith is easy. Faith is real easy. Without faith, what's the purpose? Seriously. Without faith, you're going to be full of fear. It's pretty much given. I mean, think about it. There's no purpose to go on if you don't have faith because everything's going to get at you and scare you. When you don't have faith, you don't have anything to do with God. You shut God out. That's the worst feeling in the world. I'd rather have God control every aspect of my life than shut Him out. I mean, come on. It's not that hard to, to ponder. I mean... Go a week without praying, go a week without doing anything to glorify God. It's going to be a bad week. I went years without glorifying God. Pretty rough years. Trust me, you want to glorify God, it keeps the fear out. We live in a world where faith is discounted and most people don't even have it. Due to how corrupt it is, our world's corrupt because our faith has been in man. We shut God out, therefore, guess what? We have a ton of fear. So quit putting your faith in man. Let's trust God. We have to build faith. Build faith by praying. I'm telling you, once you get into praying, reading your Bible, doing all the stuff I said to do, fear goes away. You'll read the headlines in the newspaper and say, okay, let's open the Bible and see what the Bible says about this. Boom. Nothing to fear. The Bible has us covered. God told us how it was going to be. And it's not as bad as they're making it out to be. Because we're children of God. We're Israelites. We are children of Abraham through faith. Through faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah, that sounds crazy, I know. But it's true. It says so in his word. So why are we letting fear control us? Why aren't we letting faith run over? I mean... It should fill our cup and overflow our faith should be so powerful we can walk up to a tree and say grow and it grows 20 feet but it's not because we let fear control us we let the world control us we should not be doing that when you sit there and you look at all these headlines border facilities overfilled what else is there? Oh. Stock market going up and down. They instill fear. That's what they're designed to do. The devil wants you so terrified that you have no faith. That way at the end of time, you can say, oh, that one's mine. Let's take him. He belongs to me because he reeks of fear. He did evil things because he was scared. Nah. I'd rather not. I'd rather walk out in faith and take a few shots to the shield of faith than to walk out in fear and get ran over by a bus. I mean, it's that simple. But people don't look at it that way. They've got their eyes fixed on this natural world. They should be having it fixed on God. Fixed on Jesus Christ. I mean, it's that simple. So let's get into some headlines while we're thinking about it. Let's start with some good news. It looks like the Biden administration's forced to pull another controversial nominee. That's great for us. That means they're not going to be able to get away with their evil. I can go with that. And then let's look at this. A restaurant owner challenging lockdown gets a big legal win. This is in Fredericksburg, Virginia. He broke state coronavirus guidelines, but the judge denied the state's request on an injunction against him after the restaurant went against the state's restrictions on dining. Despite his food and liquor license being revoked by the state for not complying, like for things like wearing masks, he still served his customers. He's not afraid of the state. He says, I'm not afraid of the state. I'm not afraid of the federal government. That's how we need to be. Quit being scared of these tyrants. There's no point in it. Let's just do what we do and be Americans. Be children of God. Fight for freedom. I mean, That's awesome right there. That's some good news. We need more people doing that, don't we? What else do we have? Let's see... It looks like North Carolina's in the fight to stop transsexuals from competing in men's sports. Now that's really good news. That is awesome news. So it looks like the federal government's whole gun grab might go up in flames. Because their whole, it was a white guy that did it with a scary gun, well, who is was actually a Muslim jihadist. So that goes against them. I mean, when are we gonna figure out the problem isn't the weapons, it's the people with the weapons. That's common sense. You can't sit there and give a crazed lunatic a rifle and expect them to not kill people. Wow. Common sense. Let's use a little bit of it. Here's one that'll touch your hearts. 96-year-old World War II veteran. Knits hundreds of hats for the Salvation Army. I mean, why aren't we seeing news like this in the headlines? This is what should we should be seeing, not all this horrible stuff. Our school resource officer buys Chick-fil-A for an entire school after you learn students have never had it. That's the news we need to see. Not all this stuff dividing us. I mean, come on, man. To quote, the resident-in-chief, come on, man, let's start looking at good news. Good news always wins the day with me. Long lost friends have a miracle reunion 82 years after being separated by the Holocaust. Wow, now that's great news. That isn't good news, that's great news. I mean, we get so focused on the negative that it turns into fear. Let's look at the positive. The positive helps build faith. Builds hope. I mean, hope and faith, that's that's a win-win situation. Let's just look at the truth. Hope and faith gets us through our toughest times. I mean, God does his greatest work in the dark. Goodness gracious, what's so hard about that? Have a little faith. He does his greatest work in the dark. It was pretty dang dark in Egypt when Moses parted the Red Sea. I mean, they even had three days of darkness during the plagues. Come on, man. He does his greatest work in the dark. So we need to have a little faith and we need to quit fearing. There's nothing to fear. If you're a child of God, there's nothing to fear. But God himself, and that's a reverent fear, not a scared fear. I mean, come on, it's not that hard. So quit fearing. There's so much good news out there that we need to start looking at it. We need to start looking for it. I mean, we can't sit there and continue with the bad news every day. It's just going to drive the fear at worse, make your health worse, give you heart conditions you don't need. <laughs> I mean, seriously, panic attacks. You don't need them anxiety. You don't need it. It's all driven by fear. Fear is a tool of the devil. Why are we allowing that to happen? We shouldn't. We should be sitting there telling the devil to get the hell out. Go. In the name of Jesus, go. There's no reason for fear. So think about that the next time you're sitting there reading the news. Also pull your Bible out while you're reading the news so you can figure out what's really going on. Another great thing to do Something we should all do is learn a little bit of astrology so we can see what God's telling us in the stars. I mean, how did the wise men get to Jesus? They followed the stars. Point blank tells you that in the New Testament. In all the Gospels. They followed the stars to get to Jesus. I mean, there's so many wonders and great things on this earth. If we just sit there and have faith... And learn about all these wonders and how to read the stars, how to read the seasons. There's nothing to have fear in because God told us the road map. It's right there in front of our eyes. There's a whole book, and there's a whole set of stars, and there are seasons to the earth. You just have to learn how to put them all together. I mean, it's not that hard. If you sit there and ask for some discernment, some grace, to be taught. I mean, it's not going to be that scary. God's going to do what He does. Are you going to sit there and be scared? And be in fear? Or are you going to sit there with your full armor on? Building up those spiritual muscles to keep that armor up? To have your shield of faith? Your sword of truth? I mean... You decide. You gonna be terrified and in sackcloth or are you gonna be happy and joyful with faith in your armor? I'ma let you make that decision. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put that armor on and I'm gonna to go to battle. Cause I know we win the war. Light wins, darkness fails every time it's that simple. If you don't believe me, read the Bible. Look at all the children's stories that have come out before they did all the evil stuff to them. I mean watch Sleeping Beauty. Whenever she gets kissed light comes. Light wins. It's not that hard to see. A couple more things before I wrap it up on talking about faith. You know, we should never cease praying. God craves communication with you more than you could ever know. He craves your company. He really does. He didn't create us, just to say, oh look, ants on the earth. No, He wants a relationship with you. He wants communication. You're His family. So why aren't we communicating? Once you accept Jesus, He's your family. He wants that intimate relationship with you. He wants that intimate faith with you. I mean, that's really what He wants. Otherwise, He wouldn't have done all this stuff that He's done for us. I think think also, faith affects our actions. If you don't have any faith, you're going to be driven in fear. Remember that. If you do have faith, things tend to go a whole lot better. I mean, God uses our faith to glorify Him, to use, to be used in His will. Seriously, if you have faith and you're working through God to do His will great things will happen for you. You can ask all sorts of people, drug addicts, alcoholics, homeless veterans that have cleaned their acts up because they got right with Jesus. Getting rid of the fear and getting rid of the dependency on fear and whatever else it makes you dependent on because of the fear. Getting rid of that and having faith. Will completely turn your life around. If you don't believe me, walk into some of these churches, talk to some of these people you wouldn't go to in the store that are sitting there in those churches and telling you, yeah, they've been addicted to crack cocaine. They were alcoholics. Some of the best preachers I've ever met were former alcoholics or drug addicts. You want to know why they're so great? Because they've been at the bottom. They've been stuck in fear. They stayed high because of fear. They stayed drunk because of fear. But God lifted them out of it. He put an anointing on their life. And now they're walking in faith. So yeah, get rid of the fear. Because once you get rid of the fear, you're walking in that Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. And God's going to use you for His glory. When you're being used for His glory, great things happen. So that's all I have for today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great day, great night, whatever time it is. I'll see you next time.